welcome to Marriage is a Muscle. Bring it in. We have so much to talk about. The year was 2011. New beginnings, (laughs) our relocation story, (laughs) and what it means to us. So how long ago was that, baby? Actually, it was technically like, oh yeah, I would say it would be 2010. 2010. Yeah, it was on the heels of 2010. Uh, But that was what, 2010? December. Yeah, December December 2010. Yeah. A week after... A week after graduating from Florida A&M University. Yeah, the. The Florida A&M University. Yeah. Where is, where, where's the man? What's the man named Joe? Oh, Ooh. Joe. Joe, um, uh, Joe Bullock. Joe yeah, Bullock. Yeah. I, we, we should try to get a soundbite for him. Um, so <laughs> it was December 2010. We just graduated from FAM. And we were on our first adventure as a couple away from the state of Florida. And it was the tail end of 2010, like like Brian said, that it was about to be 2011. And we were in, experiencing our first hiccup. What was our first hiccup when we moved here oh, with my our two dogs? Goodness. Man, you know, you just can't trust everybody sometimes. So first hiccup, we, you know, we're proactive. So we're planning. Let y'all get to meet B. Even more, y'all see, she don't play around with that. <laughs> uh, so we've already came up here. We checked out some places we found a place a location uh that we were going to reside at and they were like yeah cool we let them know that we have pets um the owners of that house own cats uh, but we let them know we don't do cats but we have dogs they were like yeah that's cool and we get up here and then that was it the day i think it was the day before we were about to move in you know we called a follow-up with them and then it was like oh no we don't feel comfortable with you all um having um two dogs so we're not going to allow you all to lease the house. And mind you, we told them that our dogs are crated when we are out right. for work. So they're not just going to be lollygagging around the house, that they would be in crates. And they waited until after we filled a, what, 20-foot Penske yeah. truck? Oh, my goodness. And, and drove 14-plus hours from Florida in my cousin's, bless his heart, Messi Allen, in my cousin's townhouse in D.C., Um. With my brother and sister-in-law who were, I don't even know how old they were, but they were in their teens at that time, right? Uh, in 2010? No, I don't, hmm. I don't know. But uh, no, they. I don't think G was. Well, they remember, waited he for, was driving. You can be a driver and be a teenager. Uh, we wouldn't have trusted Oh, yeah, we wouldn't. You're right, no. you're right, you're right, you're um, right. They waited for two days before and it was me following up for them to tell us, yeah, nah, y'all can't, y'all can't live here no more. So... We had to very quickly find <laughs> scramble <laughs> <laughs> an alternate place to live because we could not stay in my cousin's house. He was only letting us stay there for two days. You know, of course, if we needed to, he would have. He wouldn't have just put us out. But um, that yeah. wasn't the plan. Yeah, because he was like, no, you guys are here. Y'all can stay here. And I'm like, uh, no. Right. We, With these two dogs. Yeah, we got two dogs. And it was the winter time. Yeah. Oh, like, right. Bruh. Yeah, that that was it was a blessing because you know we had family here to um, support us on that hiccup, but yeah, like there was no yard, there so was, like that was a mm-hmm. huge transition. And like, all right, we we not in the south now. There was no yard, and like I'm walking through the city trying to find like grass areas, <laughs> right? Green pastures, so they can use the right? Bathroom. Just want to use the bathroom because um, our eldest dog, like he was like like really um train well to where he would poop and would he where he wouldn't so like if it wasn't any grassed area if it wasn't a bush or a tree where he can kind of um <laughs> where he could hide behind yeah cover himself <laughs> he wasn't doing yeah it. he wasn't doing it so, so yeah, yeah it was a huge transition but relocation comes with so many thoughts and we were having a conversation earlier today about the relocation process and what that looks like and the many steps you take to even get to decide to relocate because Brian and I both have you know friends and family who made the decision to relocate to somewhere else from where they grew up in and then also many family and friends who made the decision to stay in their hometown and you know have their adult life in their hometown and you know we don't have that experience Right. We don't have mm-hmm. that experience of staying of staying home. And we were having a conversation because um, 
we, our elderly neighbor was just outside walking and I saw her and I'm like, you know, you know, I'm having an emotional time, but I'm not going to get emotional right now. Um, but I was like, you know, back in the day, you know, our ancestors, they lived in a community. They, they took care of each other and, you know, they own the land. So even if you have another generation of a family coming, you would just add your house, your hut, your shack, your whatever to, you know, a quarter mile down. So Nana always had somebody close by. Multiple generations would come by and check on her and be with her and, you know, help her as she helped them. And it spurred a conversation between Brian and I about what that looks like and essentially what took that pathway away from many people. And I I mentioned that it's options. Having so many options nowadays, and not just nowadays, but like in the 40s and 50s and 60s, you know, having so many options maybe not so many in the forties, but to, to just leave, to have the choice to leave and to make the decision to say, Hey, I'm going to break tradition and leave from this place that has cultivated me as a person, whether good or bad and, and start on my own. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think one of the big parts about that was also when we were talking just how tradition, depending on who you're talking to, Um, when you're having a conversation, where you're having a conversation, like tradition could be a great thing or it can sometimes be maybe like a, um, an obstacle that I don't want to say a crutch. I was going to say a crutch. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, something that may just limit you from other life experiences, maybe growth. And I think that's really where we were at in a conversation, just as like trying to figure out like, you know, where do we think, I don't even know how to word it, (laughs) like, without judgment, but you're judging, right? Mm -hmm. Like, is it better to be able to hold on to those traditions and kind of stay in those, in those ways that what your parents, grandparents, great grandparents, etc. have, you know, um, established when you're staying home, or you kind of relocate and allow yourself to kind of identify who you are and what you are interested in and then you kind of create new traditions and then you know we can get to that part but like wonder how that is received from mm. you know the families like oh you're breaking tradition oh you you go here you because we we have some of those um things now like when we go back home and it's like oh you don't eat this or you eat this or Oh, y'all don't, I'm like, no, I don't do that. Absolutely. Yeah. And they looking at us like, whoa, like you done moved up there and now you don't, you don't eat you this. Don't and se- like, you don't become sedity. And yeah. You don't, <laughs> and you, it was fine when you were growing up. And, right. What's, yeah. What was wrong for you? I, we still do this and look at us. And, you know, depending on who's saying that, you're like, yeah, look at yeah. you. Uh, you know, I, I think it depends on your, what well, kind of a couple of points to, to what you said. I think it depends on how you felt growing up, right? Did you feel seen? Did you feel heard? Did you feel appreciated? Did you feel included? (laughs) Uh, You know, a lot of times, you know, kids should be invisible. And, you know. Mm, Wait, you said kids should be invisible? A lot of times growing up, you know, the generation before us believed kids should be invisible. I got what you're saying. I thought thought that was your statement. Oh, no, 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 no. That's how it was presented. That's how it was presented. Right. You do what I tell you to do. You go where I tell you to go. You move how I tell you to move. And you come back tomorrow to do the same thing. Yeah, because they want to hold on to that tradition. And I think even that, right, um, there's got to be some other things underlying. Like, why is that a thing? Like where, who created that tradition for you to feel like you need to be able to control everything about a, another being? And, mm. you know, I might be going somewhere different where, from where we were just starting. But when I just heard you say that, it's like, wow, that's that's pretty um, extreme when you hear it like that. It's like, man, like they have no no free will, no no ability to just be independent thinkers. Right. And I know like what we're talking about with tradition and the way that we are raising um, our son is I know some people are like, whoa, you let him ask you that? Or he said that? Or they're like, who are you talking to? He's talking to us. To his parents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> to his safe, his we safe are, space. We are humans. And he right. has an opportunity to speak and express himself. And I, 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 I try to 
uh, empathize with the individuals that can't process that. And it's like, oh man, and you know, back in my days, it's like, yeah, but that was your days. Mm-hmm. And just because it was like that in our days growing up doesn't mean that that is the only way to do it or if it's the right or the wrong way to do it, right? That was just their preference. So, you know, I think a big part of the relocating allowed um, for us to identify some of the traditions that we were brought up in and then identify if uh, that tradition is still in line with who I am now as a person. Because when you relocate, at least from my experiences, I had opportunity to really uh, reflect on who I am, uh, what I truly believe in, Mm. not necessarily just practices that, you know, were uh, pretty much indoctrinated into Uh-oh. me. I think I know where you're going with. Oh that. yeah, go ahead then. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but I think yeah, you have to be able to take the time and to reflect on who you are or who you perceive yourself to be, and then who you aspire to become. Because who we are today isn't going to be who we are two years from now, four years from now, five years from now. Hopefully, for yeah, and that and that and I. <laughs> And I think that's part of like what we're talking about with the relocating, because you're right. There may be individuals like, nope, this I'm going to be. I'm going to stay like this. And they are not trying to change at all. Yeah. And I I think, like I mentioned, it depends on how you were brought up. Right. There are some people who have decided that they want to stay in their hometown because they love their growing up experience or their experience growing up. They love their family. They love to be surrounded by familiarity. They love to be surrounded by things that make that bring them comfort, right? And you know those people who are like, "I was born and raised in New York. I ain't going nowhere." This is, you know, okay, that's that's awesome, you know, or other places like that, or some people who are like, "I was born and raised in X Y Z, and I will never live there again voluntarily, and I will never do this." And I think it depends on your experience. But even in that same sentiment, I think it depends on your experience and it depends on your willing to take your willingness to take risks. Mm, right. Yeah. Because there's a group of people. <clears throat> if we break it up half and half. Right. There's a group of people who say I'm going to stay in my hometown and it's because they love their growing their, their experience growing up. But then there's another portion of those people who want to stay in their hometown because they're scared to learn something else. They're mm. scared to go somewhere else. Can, can I ask you? Mm-hmm. Do you do you think that's just your perception of them that they are afraid to learn something else? Because they it could also, well, let me say what I think it also could be right is maybe they don't want to learn anything else. So being fearful of something and then being unwilling of something, mm-hmm. right? They're not synonymous, correct? Oh. They're not. They're okay. not. But I wonder why you wouldn't want to learn something else. Because if they feel like they've mastered something, like I got everything I need. I don't need anything else because I have this. And this but is kind of like you part know of... everything you need if you don't experience mm. something different. I, I'm with you. Like <laughs> I was just having this conversation with you. I was speaking to a colleague regarding other topics, and I feel like they were just so set in their ways. Like it doesn't matter. This is how it is. And I'm like, there's no room for growth in yeah. this conversation. So it's like, let me just go ahead and um, I'm going to moonwalk my way out of this conversation <laughs> um, because my opinion and perspective was offensive to them, which I wasn't intending it to be offensive. I just had a different perspective than them. So I think, yes, for some individuals, like they have their minds made up, they, they've, they've created goals. And then after they achieved that goal, that was it. Epiphany. Go ahead. There are some people, kind of going back to what you just said, who was the first group of people to think that, you know, I don't want you to grow up to be a free thinker. I want you to grow up and be a follower mm-hmm. and follow all my tradition, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a group of people who feel obligated to stay back yeah. to take care of their family because their family guilt trips them. Yeah. Their family says, well, I gave up this for you. I gave up. It's like, you goddamn, yeah. it's like, you feel like you motherfucking ruined their life. Yeah. You're like, well, damn shit. You, that was your decision. <laughs> that was totally your decision. Right. And it's like, how am I paying for your decision? Mm. And it's like, I, mm. I know people, it's like, you are making me pay for your sins when you were at free will. And maybe you weren't at free will. And that's a whole nother generational issue, right? Maybe yeah. your parents put that on you, but instead of you, saying, hey, I'm not going to do the same shit to my kids. 
you say, hey, I'm going to do the same shit to my kids so that they can take care of me the way I took care of them, the way they took care of them, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, but I think, see, that's where I think it's like we got to stay in the gray because I think that's part of how we started this initial conversation is because um, our neighbor, right, she was out walking by herself and then you kind of were referencing how traditional practices were like we're in the community and we're going to be embracive of our, our elderly. We're going to make sure mm-hmm. that we have the things in place to support them. But now, you know, what you just mentioned, that, that growth mindset is like, no, I ain't doing that. Like you did that. And I hear you venting about you taking care of your mother, your mm-hmm. grandmother, mm-hmm. Th- your grandkids, et cetera. So I don't want that because the, the picture that you painted to me, was not something that you enjoyed and appreciated. Yeah, so it was like, forget it. You got your own spot. I come over and check on you uh, once a month, every other month, right? Whatever, however the frequency is. And they're like, no, you good. I called you every day. You said mm-hmm. you was fine. And they may be saying they fine just because they don't want to burden you, right? Right, because yeah. parents are good for not telling your ass something so that you don't worry. Yeah, but I'm going to own that too. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm going to accept that, I get right? That. So, because... I think before, so eight years ago, I would have been like, yeah, parents are like that. And now I'm in it. Right. You're a parent. I get it now. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, am I going to tell JR, you know, the, the the worries and concerns and the frustration that I have now? No. I want him to enjoy his life experiences. Right. Right. So let me manage mine. So again. So what's the, what do yeah. you think the midpoint is, right? What We got to find that gray. What is the gray area that, and this is all based well for me personally this is all based on a healthy relationship if your mom and your daddy are trash fuck them (laughs) wow so if they can i can i respond to that sure because wow you know where i'm at on that right what because we've had this conversation um you 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 had a friendship that you felt like they were some trash in that moment and I was pressing you. You don't have to say no name. I was pressing you. It's like, yo, like from what you ta- you told me, maybe there was, you know, a gap in growth. And you, mm, I like a few years, yeah, a few years passed. And then you was like, all right, I'm going to give them a try. I'm going to give them a shot. And okay. you reached out and you reconnected. And then they had enough growth for you to at least embrace them and welcome them back into your, in your life, your circle. So I'm only giving that um perspective i know that i'm speaking f- from ignorance because i fortunately i haven't had to experience that but i would think that if there is something that you disliked about them maybe they have they just needed more time to grow live and learn right because what we were talking about um uh, pertaining to our neighbor and malibu Oh, no. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, Malibu. Okay, all right, Malibu. So y'all gonna learn uh, Malibu, right? We got that from what? Insecure. Yeah, yeah, we got it from Insecure. So uh, I convinced him to watch it with me, y'all. She did. It it, it worked. (laughs) That was a good one. I I accept that one. So our neighbor that we were just, uh, that we were initially talking about for this show, um, yeah, maybe I'll just say at least five years ago, like the interaction that, uh, be had with her today would not have happened oh yeah we were gang banging over bacon they was it was i did not and i don't care listen y'all will get to know me as much as i allow and um but what you will know is that i don't fool with people who don't fool with me (laughs) okay and it takes a lot for me to fool with you again and for a few years i was absolutely beefing with a seven-year-old yeah (laughs) Who, who I was not related like, to. Like, for real. And, like, she would literally be pulling out of her driveway. I would be outside, and I would look her dead in her face and not say anything. And yeah. she would do the same thing. We would give each other the same Yo. exact energy. Y'all was on a whole nother. And and I, and I stand by that because she was wrong for what she did, and I was mad. Because if you want to be neighborly, you can have a neighborly conversation with me before bringing other people into it. And that's just all. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's all you're going to say? That's all I'm going to say about that. Is that a stamp for, to me? Um, I want to give a little more. Okay, go ahead. All right. So, and actually, not five years. Maybe that was like seven, eight years ago, 
right? It was literally from like 2014 yeah, she, to 2022, <laughs> 2021. Yeah, and it was it was crazy. Like we we move in this this neighborhood, we purchased our house, this and the third. We you know we trying to acknowledge what is already here, not disrupt that, but we still want to be ourselves. And we had a, we had only one dog then at that time, and this neighbor was like giving just giving us a hard time about us being the new young couple and having this dog and she just didn't like the dog and it got real heated between she called animal control on my dog yeah y'all, so without me, even talking to us so so b she, then she you know she let her day come out that's what <laughs> i was talking about y'all last um show like she let her date come out and she like walks up to the old lady's house. Hold on, pause, insert Dade. I am from Miami Dade County, which is a place in uh, another place of a state that oh, is attached to uh, the United States of America. Okay, go ahead. Oh, that's <laughs> that's what they do. That's what I try to tell y'all, man. They I love her, but they crazy. So, fellas, if y'all looking for one day, just 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 know, like be warned. It's levels to it, bro. Um, uh, but yeah, but she really just like pulled up. You went up to our, our door, knocked on the door, confronted this old lady with the heat, not uh, not the strap, but like like her energy, like simply, she was heated. Yes. Why yeah, did let you me, call? Let me clear that up because right. like she went over there with the heat, Hell but no, no, she was heated. And I'm like, yo, B, what you? So I went over there and I told her that, and I'm like, yo, are you tripping? So then the next day, the neighbor, um, she, you know, catch, uh, sees me outside. I'm working in the yard, and she's like, can you believe that you're wife assaulted me <laughs> i said what i was like hold on hold on hold on i said i spoke to her she gave me Ooh, the she conversation able to have a conversation with oh because uh, I, I was her. done when she said that and i ain't even like that but I, if i have to go there it may take a little while to come back so i'm like let me let me process it did you just tell me that my wife assaulted you <laughs> I'm sorry. and she was like what i said hold on hold on no but because you can't say use words like that right. because now you're words making it mean things like lot, crystal says yeah a lot worse than what it is so we you know try to clean that up i let her know before i left there though that's what we're not gonna do mm-hmm. right and get girl yeah. hold, sir, sir girls ladies get you a man who stands up for you get you a man who will stand 10 toes down for you no matter what okay sorry yeah so you know i'm, I'm trying to wrap the story up so I was, I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of like annoyed with her. I wasn't beefing with her like B was, but I'm like, <laughs> all right, if she catch my eye, like if we get eye contact, I'll throw a hand up, but it ain't gonna be no small talk because I can't believe you just said this. Now, fast forward to now, right now, so they they beefing back then. <laughs> Today, B Caesar walking. Mind you, we have rec- reconciled since 2011. I mean, since, since 2021. Yeah. And B like, B lines out of the kitchen. Sure did. Out of the front door. Sure did. Opens the door. No bra on. With our pajamas on. <laughs> with, <laughs> with our new dog, right? We have a different dog. Opens the door. Hey, how you doing? So happy to see her. Pure joy, excitement. Dog runs out, goes and greet her. Pure joy and excitement from the neighbor embracing B and the dog. And I'm like, yo, you can't make this stuff up. Right. And I was telling B, I was like, if I would have told her five years ago that this is how she would have reacted to this neighbor and how this neighbor would have reacted to her and our dog. Y'all, I saw the boohoo crying at the kitchen table. <laughs> Yo, there's no way. And that's why, like, I'm always trying to tell people, like, we always say we know something, right? We don't even know ourselves mm-hmm. because we're not going to be the same person. You sound just like Rafiki. Hey, look. He was telling somebody the same I'm trying to, yeah. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, we don't even know ourselves because we don't know what we're going to be five years from now right so when people are talking so definitive it's like no man i'm never gonna do this i ain't doing this like you don't know let life let life happen i promise you if you let life happen and you embrace it and you're and you're acknowledging the shifts and changes that are occurring in life like you don't know what's going uh where you're gonna be at but i agree (laughs) (laughs) i agree um i i want to bring it back to like i know you know that digression was important and it 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 shows that absolutely you don't know where you're going to be you don't know how things are going to change you don't know how your your feelings are going to change to somebody but in defending me saying if your parents are trash fuck them it is 
not it's not like like your dad would say i call people trash we definitely differ on that because there's some people that are trash. So yes, okay. If your parents have trashy behavior at no, times, no, no, you no, keep no, no, no. Let me tell. Oh, okay. No, no. If your parents have trashy behavior at times, and um, you know, you can come back from it or have a conversation with it or something, then that's one thing. But if your parents continually belittle you continually make you feel like shit continually don't allow you to be yourself continually guilt trip you and can't grow from it um you they are trash they are no longer just doing trashy things they are trash and in order to preserve yourself you have to remove yourself from that situation and that is where you have to find the gray area right it's like determining what is safe for you because i'm sure there was a bunch of people I'm sure there was a bunch of people that in those traditional settings that wanted to get away. Maybe we're being surrounded by people that they didn't love. Maybe we're not being protected by the people who were meant to be their protectors that wanted to, you know, remove themselves from the situation, but they couldn't. And it's really hard to find that, that middle area of saying, okay, how do I protect myself and protect my tradition, protect my family? So I, I think it's really important to figure out what that middle ground is to understand what it means for you and your next steps. I think identifying that middle ground provides safety for everybody, right? Yeah. It provides safety for you as an individual. Mm -hmm. It provides safety for your elders and the rest of the generations and your family that you're taking care of. And, you know, it just allows everybody kind of to level set. But I, I, I don't even know what that looks like. And kind of to your point that you said before, like who thought about that? Maybe they, they didn't want people to have their own opinion so that they didn't, you know, what they say, steer off the reservation. Yeah, but I, I think that's part of tradition, right? Like in yeah. order to establish a tradition, you have to have people constantly doing the same things over and over and over mm -hmm. and i think that's tradition is valuable because then it becomes predictable but then i think it's also a crutch or it could be harmful for you because it's because it's also predictable mm -hmm. so like i think it's a gift and a curse i think there, there's great areas for tradition because you know sometimes you know um say you you on a, a team or you're working at a, a new organization or um and they're like, oh, no, this is what we do. This is a tradition. And you're looking at it it's like, this tradition sucks. sucks. Like, y'all need to let this go. We've like, this. have always done it this way. And y'all yeah. have always been trash. Right. I'm like, this is not it. Y'all need to move on. <laughs> and they'd be like, no, no, this is a tradition. We're not going to change this. I'm like, make this make sense. Right. Like, it doesn't make any sense. But people continue to do it. And I'm going back to when you're saying you think that they're afraid. I don't know if they're afraid. They're comfortable. Mm -hmm. They know what to expect in this trash situation right <laughs> because their stamp it is tradition right and it's like no we're gonna stick with this because it's tradition it's because you know what to expect right so it's less thinking uh, you don't have to worry about much change because it's like i know when i get in this space this is how we're going to be so it's, it's it's i think it's a safe space i think it's a safe space i think that's why some some people um stay home and they subscribe to the tradition because it was comfortable it was rewarding for them too right i don't want to make it seem like tradition is bad mm -hmm. it's rewarding for those individuals that stay with it they subscribe to it they're they're rooted in it and it's like nope this is it this is my 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 foundation and i'm not moving from this and i think for them it's a safe zone so but how many people stay in safe zones that are not really safe yeah I, but i think it's perspective right they they can't see it i think sometimes like they can't see it because we can look at a situation where it's like, oh my goodness, they're being mistreated, this, that, and the third, and they are oblivious to it. They can't see it because they're looking for the positive. So they'll say, no, you're just making that up, but this is positive because this happens, this happens, this happens. I'm like, what? And like what world? And like, mm -hmm. I think sometimes we may um, identify it as being like delusional, but I think they're devoted right devoted to the delusion uh, ah, look at you <laughs> yeah but I'm, I'm just saying like they're just extremely devoted to whatever that cause that purpose is that like it's hard for somebody outside to see it their way because there's some things that i've seen i'm like man i'm not at all i'm not even 
associate my name to that. And others are like, no, this is it. Like, what? And then, you know, it's also hard, like what you were saying earlier, it's like when you go home and you're doing, you know, you're living your life and people who who raised you or who were around you when you grew up, they have such a negative uh, vibe towards your life. It, mm. it makes people not want to go back home. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. It makes people absolutely not want to go back home because why the fuck would I go back home and have you talk shit about the way I live my life when right. nobody's talking shit about the way you live your life? Just because I said I don't eat uh, pork or I don't drink beer or I don't do X, Y, and Z don't mean I think that you shouldn't be doing it. Right. You do you, boo. But see, do what I, makes you happy. And I, I'm going to do what makes me happy. Yeah, but like I was telling you earlier, um, I think when people are talking People that are set in traditions are talking to convert and people that are open to growth are talking for conversations, right? So I'm just trying to converse. I'm not trying to com convert you. And I think those individuals that are trying to convert you, they're like, look, you got to subscri subscribe to this and only this. This is the only way. And if you don't do it this way, something's wrong with you. Nothing's wrong with me because this is tradition. We've been doing this for years past. Your daddy ate pork. Your granddaddy <laughs> ate pork. Your great 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 grand grandfather ate pork. We all eat pork, and look at us. And I'm like, okay, that's cool for you, right? Right. I'm not saying what the family tradition is is wrong for you all if you want to continue it. I'm just saying I'm creating a new tradition, right? <clears throat> and it's not a it's not a competition, right? It's not even a comparative. It's this is what you do. And this is, and this what, is I what I do. Yeah. So yeah, that, that relocating for me has been um, great since leaving for school. Like, man, I remember um, like going through the process, identifying what school I'm going to go to or what have you. And my pops was very adamant. Like, look, whichever school you decide, you got to go somewhere. Mm -hmm. Like, but I want you to leave town. Like you can leave the state. Or you can stay in state, but just go far away from home so that you can learn about yourself. And Shout I mean, out to my father-in-law. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, man, it was great. And then after that, it's like, yeah, I've seen enough, learned enough about me to know that, yeah, I don't want to go back home. Not because I think it's a bad place, right? I think it's a great place to, you know, raise a family. But I don't think it was, I know it wasn't for me, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. And you know what's interesting? I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I would have left Miami if it wasn't for you and if it wasn't for my career choice. So I don't think I would have left because I, I was comfortable. Man, I was scared. Man, I am a scary person. I am man. a risk adverse person. <laughs> can, I, can I interject? I, I don't take career out of it because I think the career helped me out. Because when we first started dating and then we got serious and I'm like, look, when we finish, like I'm, I'm moving. You better catch like, you a man where? who can lead you. And she was like, out of Florida? I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm getting up out of here. Right. <laughs> what you, what, and what does like, that mean? <laughs> but this, where? And I'm, I'm just telling like, all right, this is the reason I want to be in. And I remember like we got close to like those last semesters and I'm like, Hey, like what it really is. Cause I'm really feeling you, but I don't want to make that next emotional gain step with you if you really like last semester of what of school, like them last two. Sir, we were engaged. No, no, we were engaged in July 2010. Yes, which means we hadn't gotten to those last two semesters. That's the last a year. one semester, two, because we graduated in December 2010. Sir. I know, but what I'm saying is. I needed to um complain, complain. Yeah, I understand. Uh -huh. I understand yeah, 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 yeah. You yeah, needed yeah. to make that decision early yeah, before you beforehand. Before you, yeah, because I'm me. like, I'm not gonna ask you this. Like, I know how I'm feeling, and I, I want to, you know, continue living life with you. But what I'm not gonna do is live is, life here. <laughs> no, make make this commitment, and you like, no, nah, I ain't with that. Like, shoot, well, bro, and, and, this ain't gonna work. And it absolutely was, Brian. You know, 
I'm being open to that because it just wasn't a thought, right? Like my sister, what she left the city, but she came back and she left, but she never left Florida. She loved Florida. So and that's she never what you left wanted. Florida. You and was like, I won't go to Miami, but we, we'll be in Broward. I'm like, no, nah, like we, we which not is a hop, Florida. skip and jump away from Miami. Yeah. y'all. Um, but I just was like, I, I could be good here, but because I was straight, right. I was yeah. going to be comfortable. And like I said, I'm risk adverse. So and it you was like, my family's here. Your family's here. Like, yeah, why are we going to leave? I'm like, leave? uh, they not going nowhere. Them <laughs> niggas is tradition. I know they not going nowhere. And They'll be here when we come back and visit. And if it wasn't for Brian saying that, um, and the career choice before I became a certified lactation counselor, I am trained to, I'm an IT person. Okay. I'm a software engineer. So the company that I interned with, when I got my, I finished my internship and they were like, Hey, let's go ahead. And you know, they offered me full time. Where would you like to go? Mm-hmm. That company did not have an office in Miami. Right. And then she so was like, well, I what about Atlanta? No, no. Atlanta. That's too close. The number one choice was DC. Number two was uh, Charlotte, North Carolina, and number three was Houston, Texas. Talking about, well, that's what we agreed. That's to. what we agreed because to because first I damn was sure like, was going to put Atlanta. She on that said list. Atlanta. Um, it was one in Tallahassee, but it was like, oh know, no, no, was no, like, no, we I was, was like not Tallahassee is no, not sir. the option. She's like, but your family. I was like, no, no, that ain't an option. <laughs> and then I can, I don't remember the other. Maybe it was Carolina. No, and, I put that on the list. Yeah, but I'm saying those are your first, oh, your original yeah. three, and I'm like, nah, bro, like. That ain't that we ain't the move. Go. That ain't the move. We gotta go. So I was open to Houston. I thought Texas was would have been cool. The DMV area was like, yeah. And then And then we had to make a decision from there. Yeah. I absolutely know that moving from my hometown was the right decision for me. Woo! Even though it was scary. Cause it was like, and I can't even imagine. Wait, <laughs> you were scared to move with me? I mean, I love you, and I had loved you back then, just as I had loved you now. Well, no, I love you more now. Oh, okay. I was um, about to say. <laughs> but it was still scary, right? You, because you my- You answered my question. So you were scared to move Yes. Me? It had nothing to do with you, but it had everything to do with the fact that I was leaving my mama, my daddy, my two sisters. I was leaving- You weren't living with them, though. I know, but still, they were like right around the corner. I mean, hell, I spent the summer at Cassandra's house. Yeah, again. you was fake balling. Uh, yeah, uh-uh, but that was furniture this time. It was furniture um, that time. So, I mean, it was scary for me, but I know that it was the right decision because. Look at us now. Not just look at us now, but. No, that's what I'm going with. I, <laughs> not just look at us now, but as somebody who. Ooh. We don't even have time to get it, but it took me so long to get to be the person I am today, right? In terms of not caring as much as what people think. Woo! Welcome to this world. Uh, welcome to this what world. A beautiful place. I'm trying to um, tell y'all. But I was, I am the child who my mom can call for anything, and uh, you know, you know, ask me for whatever she needs, as she should, right? But it would been, it would have been mm. a, a struggle to enforce what these people call boundaries okay because my haitian mama don't don't really know what boundaries are so if i was still in (laughs) don't do that if i was still in south florida uh the boundaries would have been pebbles now instead of a brick wall for you for me yeah for me and it would have been real hard it would have changed our entire relationship uh, oh, yeah. you wouldn't have wanted to be in south florida you would have compromised possibly you. for me sir i already didn't want to be in south oh, i thought you said i didn't <laughs> listen we was about to shut this shit down i thought you said i already didn't want you i was about to say <laughs> skirt skirt um yeah, so it would lot. have been hard but it absolutely was needed for my growth i needed to be separated from the the nucleus of my family in order to really begin to dig through who i am as a person and not who they told me to be oh and i i really needed that separation yeah oh you, you just said something and that separation doesn't mean that it was a permanent like Cut right, off, right? It's just like, space. And the reason I say, oh, because I heard you say that, and I've heard other um, people speak of that, um, and they, and they, I feel like they were presented in a manner where it was like, you know, the the husband or the fiance or the boyfriend is trying to take you away from your family. Oh, no, no, and, no. I've had that know, situation before, and that is not this. <laughs> yeah, and I'm, and I was like, whoa, I, I never thought about it like that because that clearly wasn't my intention. Is the first step of abuse. And we're not talking about that today. 
but isolation is uh sir my bad my bad my bad okay all right but honestly isolation is the first step of abuse and that that wasn't what this was right Right. it was you wanting and you not being afraid to do new things right but for me not caring what other people right but But, for me it was like i was you know my sisters would agree with me you know my brothers we were raised in a different home so they don't really have the same experience as i do with my mom and my dad but um it was very much i was the good girl i was the sweet one i was the one who really did what everybody asked them to do i was the one who pretended to well, most of the time i was doing it but you know who kind of you know you know i've gotten i've been grounded for summers entire summers um Wait, a but, whole summer yes oh. we definitely not talking about that on this but yes um <laughs> i have been grounded for a whole summer before. i don't even think i know that yes you do um summer? so there but i was the girl who wanted to to be the good one right because i didn't want to cause my parents any strife i didn't want to i didn't want nobody to look at me and not even just my parents i'm gonna be full like fully trans not even just my parents any adult Mm -hmm. teachers right like the teacher the girl i was in class in honors class on the third floor because they absolutely segregated the kids based on intelligence and people think that shit is still cool to this day but we're not gonna talk about that my baby's intact and my baby's on the third floor. Like, I literally didn't have any classes on any other floor but the third floor in my high school. My baby's IB. Like, what? What about yours? Right. Um. So I I didn't want my teachers to know different sides of me. I didn't want I didn't want adults to know. I wanted them to see the nice, sweet Sabrina who got good grades and who did what she was told. Right. Yeah. And that is a lot of fucking pressure and a lot of shit. Like I. I didn't realize, but I envied my sisters for being able to just be like, you know, I'm going to do what the fuck I want to do. Right. Wait, both of them? Yes. Both of them had that freedom? They they made. Or your they perceived. Took, oh, but. Oh, yeah. But, perceived. But they took that freedom. Like my eldest sister, she was the first one of us to go natural. In the Haitian household where Perm was queen, They she took the brunt of why is your hair like that? Why is this and this and this and this and that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have sister locks right now, but it took me a long time to get to decide to do locks because I didn't want those questions. Yeah. And my middle sister, she did what she wanted to do starting from like middle school. And she really was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. And I don't care what y'all think. And in the moment it was like, Oh my gosh, she's cause she can be causing chaos. But then when I was allowed to be separate from her, to be separate from the, 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 the family, it was like, no, my dog was just doing what she wanted to do. Yeah, when she, exactly. And she should be allowed to do that without, you know, consequence. Yeah. But you you know what you you said some things right there. Um I think part of it also was perspective. Um I am the eldest of three. Um so mm, the eldest Oh yeah, this is I'm the youngest of five. Yeah. So uh, when you're referencing um your sister, your eldest sister, um and I'm a s i am know she's not the eldest of the five, but uh-huh. out of you you all's trio. Uh-huh. Um so I, I totally get that. And I think that's part of like why I'm like, eh, forget what everybody thinks. Because at least for me, my experiences growing up was like, I could do no wrong. Like, because you were the prototype. Yeah. And like, it was, it was cool a little bit growing up. And then by the time I got like telling the middle school, high school, it was like, oh my gosh, he's just insane and he can't do anything wrong. And the only reason I started internalizing it more is because then my younger siblings were here. Mm-hmm. And so then it was like, they was doing a comparison and like my younger, my, my younger brother, man, that he just, I think he was just, you know, trying to be himself, mm-hmm. but they were comparing him to me and it's like, mm-hmm. well, he's nothing like Brian. And oh my gosh, he's so bad. I'm like, yo, yo, my brother's not bad. Like he, maybe he's making some bad, different, um, d- poor decisions or different decisions, not even poor decisions. That's like how he went to express himself. And I think like once my siblings got here, I was like, oh, this is for the birds because then <laughs> Like, I never felt like it was pressure until they got here. And then mm. I saw they were comparing them to me. And I was like, yo, I'm, hey, I mess up too. I'm human. And Just it was like nobody was the, giving me that pass. From like, the younger kid perspective, it was very much pressure to live up to your siblings. Yeah, and it sucks because now you because you have the pressure on the other end of oh, like, my. hey, I'm just really living every day, and y'all are comparing other people to me who are completely different humans. And the expectation is like, hey, you gotta continue this this facade, like this persona that mm, we created for you, yeah, so exactly. that we could instill this tradition in your younger siblings that hey, you got to do it like him. 
it's because like they he's really doing this and he doesn't taste. mess up. And guess what? He was tag program. I be with it, all that other tag foolish. For, if, yeah, if y'all like, don't know, it's talented and gifted. Yeah, but it, it, I mean, yeah. And Brian and I, I don't know if we talked about. I don't know if we talked about this already. But Brian and I, I think it's important when you're in a relationship, regardless if you're in a long term relationship, a short term relationship, uh, married, whatever. Um, find out if your person is a, a only child. Oh my god! <laughs> find out where your person uh where lies on the spectrum of birth. Are yes. they the first, the last, the second, the middle? Because your experiences are different, and Woo. as Brian and I are growing, and we only have one child at the moment. Mm. Um, um, and he's having this very similar experience as me, as being a solo for this amount of time. Mm-hmm. And we we know that we are not the same people we were when he was one, two, mm. three, four, five, six. So we also know that the next children that we have are going to be raised by different parents mm-hmm. than the people who were raising Jr. Bars. I mean, it's, it's going to be a different parent every single time. Yep. It's going to be a different child every single time. And you have to tailor your parenting to said child. And we don't, we, we just see in the shit, right? Because like I said, we have one baby right now. Mm-hmm. But we absolutely know, like Brian will say, the parents who raised him. Oh my gosh. Not Yo. the same parents who raised the second and the Night third. And day. Same as Night mine. Night and day. And I know people think the youngest get the easiest route because by that we time, do. the parents are tired, right? We do. We, we, we definitely, I'll speak for the, the eldest. We <laughs> definitely do. Because based off of our experiences, right? Our, pers- our perspective is jaded because we can only see it from our vantage point but yes definitely like what wait like just we're gonna use my like my my sister and me and i know know it's different gender so that might be have a little play but yo but it's not when my sister was growing up we could not we could only watch the cosby show and we could not watch tv during the week by the time i came around baby yeah go here's the remote you can you you got mtv (laughs) can you walk (laughs) Go watch TV. And because, you know, having the space to parent your child without electronics is a privilege. Mm. Having the space to parent your child freely without the worry of funds and budget and, you know, accessible, like mm-hmm. the house being over your head, food on the table is a privilege. Right. And Brian and I talked about that one time. We don't have break, praise God. We don't have the stress of worrying about keeping a roof over our head, you know, putting food on the table and allowing our son to do his extracurricular activities. Um, and it allows us a different type of privilege to interact with him without yeah. those stresses. And we, and we had, we had that epiphany, like when he was probably like two, like, yeah, three. two or three, I think he was three. Yeah. And, I don't know. It was like one of those days and he just came in and he was just, he was just being a kid, but we both, or maybe it was just me had a long day from work, came in and it was like, Oh, but you got to do it. And then he just came in just kidding. Right. Being like, a child. Right. Hey, da, 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 da. I was like, oh. and then fortunately enough, like we were in, we we're in that space where it was like, okay, let me, let me process what, what I'm feeling. He exited the room and then we engaged in a conversation like, man, like if things were tight and I already had a long day and we're like, you know, tight on trying to cover these expenses. Uh-huh. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. It would have been easy to spaz out on him. Right. And he just came in like, hey, I'm excited to see you today. I you just got home. Yes, who's home. Yes, you are. Right. So I, like I just a side note, Dade. Whenever we say Dade, we're we're doing a digression. Um, that's not a part of this, but Dade. Every time you want to explain it, why it's Dade? Because yeah, Miami, how you, how you explain Dade Miami County is a city in a peninsula at the tip of the United States. Y'all some trash. <laughs> but we are not. That's all right. Do not we gonna affiliate boot y'all. with the state of Florida. Yeah, we're gonna boot y'all. Um, uh, but every time I think about that, um, look who's home. You are. I think about your cousin Deanna. Because oh. the other said when she saw that she was like, "Look at B, look at Sabrina, look at Sabrina." Every time Brian come home, but I'm sorry, we're we're getting off track. Yeah, but you just <laughs> but I, I think it's it's so many it's so many. There's not the right way to do it, right? There's so many options, so many truths, mm. right? Yeah, my truth you... may not be your truth. Your truth may not be your friend's truth, your brother's truth, your mother's truth, and it it becomes an issue, kind of what you said before, where you go from convert from con- being able to converse to trying to convert. Yeah. And that's, I, that, and that's why I think that's the beauty of relocating, right? 
and that's not to shame people that um chose not to, to relocate because i'm sure us, the yeah beauty. and i'm sure they may still have those options and opportunities it may be a little more challenging to be able to kind of hey no nah, I'm, I'm parenting a little different right right um Ooh, but yeah that's a little bit let's pause for a second there Uh-oh. because okay. well, come on, Pastor. i'm gonna be uh, where's the organ in the back where's the organ in the back we're um we're gonna get into that later too but <laughs> you want you want our family to dishonor us no um, no you you are done our you've already done what you're gonna <laughs> do so you and your shenanigans that's a that's a that should be a day moment right now but we ain't gonna do it being able to relocate allows you to raise your child as you see fit mm. not as oh your i know where you're going now sees fit tell me tell me tell me Ooh, it's tell malibu me something good oh. what what kisa 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 means what not oh, that's you what i'm telling you i mean the listeners I, you didn't give me a nod okay bro. go ahead my... If, it, if it's terrible, I'm gonna cut this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> if it ain't for li- no, listening ears, no. I'm gonna cut this shit out. We talking about parenting, right? And I'm talking about like when we first became parents, right? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, we'll talk about that another. Okay. All right. The, what he's alluding to is the reason I why I, I became a certified lactation counselor. Yeah, Let's everything. just say that. But um, the, it allows you to parent your child without the microscope of your childhood. Ooh. It, it just does. It's a bar. It just does because you're allowed Wait, to. Can you repeat that again? It parenting allows. away from your nucleus or away mm-hmm. from your hometown allows you to parent your child without the microscope of your childhood. Wow. Because I'm allowed to do what I want. And I say allow, but you, we should all be allowed. But y'all know what I mean. Allow without judgment. Allow without constant surveillance. Allow without constant criticism. Like you receive. Exactly. I'm yeah. allowed to do what I want to do with my child that's in alignment with my my parenting goals with my husband without being shot down every week, right? Like my baby, he has locks. All of us have locks, right? If we, when we first started growing JR's hair, and even when he was a baby, he was walking around looking like he was electrocuted all the time. Lies, Paul. Not okay, doing not that. Not all the time. Not doing that. Okay, not My all the son time. was walking around <laughs> with his natural hair being doing his thing, right? But free. sometimes yeah. it's a little dry, right? I could no, pull up some pictures. No, and, okay, maybe skin because you know you and him don't like the moisturizer. It so just we gonna, takes up we gonna, time, okay? Yeah. But I'm just saying, you know, when he was time. growing. <laughs> When he was first growing his locks, you know, people have that developing stage what people call the ugly stage, but I do not. We don't subscribe to that. Right. You have the developing stage where he has his shorter locks and where they weren't laying down, where they were sticking up. You know, it, it was very just his hair doing what it wanted right. to do. That's your home. If we were in Miami, the pressure I know I would have felt from my mother but, but, and the other women in my family. But there's can I. um Asked, do you think that's also because of the cultural uh, yes. reference that they would have made in Florida? Yeah, I mean, I'm speaking only in Florida, so we don't know any other, other places, right? Because right. in Florida, when we, it's a lot of stuff, right? When you're growing up, and when I was growing up in Miami, it was very much the uh, the West Indies versus the Black Americans, right? Black American, Black American. And when Brian first came into my life, he had locks past his shoulders and had a freaking motorcycle and was oh. Black American. So he came to the house one time for me to do his hair, and my mom was nose turned up, asked me if he washed his hair. When right. I tell you, and the the prejudice between the West Indies and not even just the West Indies, Haiti, and because Haiti no, has no, because no, Haiti has prejudice against Jamaica, has prejudice okay, against okay, right. Okay, so it's not that. it's not harmonious in the West uh, you know, West Indies either. But the prejudice, so I would have absolutely yes had to fight that cultural that cultural resistance. And you know, I'd be ready for them fight. Right, and so. Brian's ready for that. And you know, as a Haitian American, you just tired, right? So a lot of times you just do what you do what they ask you to do so they can be quiet. And not over here. And, and not up in here. Not up in here. And, <laughs> and uh being able to relocate allowed us to allowed me to like I said, parent my child without being worried about when I brought him to my mama house over the weekend or during the week like like what are you gonna do with his hair and that's she, how I you're mean, gonna keep it yeah she's she still she, 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 no, she but she you, um she gave you that same 
question when you came down there. Remember before you locked your hair? Oh, yeah. When my hair was just natural in yeah. the way it grew out of my damn head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What are you going to do with that? The same thing. She's that like, was... are you finished with your hair? And I'm yeah. like, of course, I love my mother-in-law. Right. And I understand she has her own ways. But there's some moments I'd be looking at me like, please give me a pass. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, like, hold, hold on, hold on, No, she didn't just on. ask that. Like, and when I'm saying pass, not like, oh, I'm going to knock my mother off. Right? Yeah, like, but like, no, we're going to have this conversation. Because <laughs> I really want to know what, what you think so that I can let you know where we stand. And Brian and, always has energy for a confrontation. Let me just let man, y'all know. <laughs> it ain't y'all conversation. Think it's it's or just a it's discussion. Just, yeah, it's growth. It's conversations. Like, because you feel like... you. You're entitled to share your perspective and your and your and your vantage point, but you also gonna sit here and listen to mine then. Right. If you want me to listen to what you gotta say, right. I'm gonna give you the airspace for that. But look here, you're not gonna walk away and not know where we stand. Right, right. right like right. this is this is what our foundation is, and we stand on this. Now, if you don't like it, like you ain't gotta subscribe, move on, go to the next one. Right. But when you leave here, it ain't gonna be no confusion on how I feel about the actions and the decisions that I make. No, not at all. Or, or what we do as a going to know. Oh, right. yeah, you're going to know. It ain't going to be no gray areas then. We're going to be black and white. But what's the downside of it, right? Relocating also is you have less community support. and village yeah, and support, you got less support, right? Like just the other day, yesterday, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday Brian, we went to prom. Um, what? He was a chaperone. What? And we went to prom. Brian's like, hey, you want to come to prom with me? I'm like, yeah, okay, date, date. We yeah. didn't have nobody to leave our Y'all son with. Y'all don't even know how old we are here. We out here at the prom. <laughs> and we had we didn't have anybody to leave our son with. So he came with us. And he's literally seven years old at prom. And it wasn't his first prom because when he was two. Was no, it no, two? that was a homecoming. I know, but was it? Oh, yeah, it's not his first formal dance. Well, how old was he when he went to homecoming? Yeah, he probably like two. He was probably like two. He went to another homecoming, and it's real. And we're right? talking about we're talking about parenting, right? Like you know how many people probably would have like what? But again, the people that know me that work with me, like I'm sure they're like, look at True Blood. What did Toby and, say? If my if I can't bring my 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 kids and my wife, yeah, I'm leaving. Yeah. Big Daddy Energy speaking. Like, like Brian, honestly, I say this all the time. JR is a little a part of it as well. But if Brian could put me in his pocket oh, we and take there. me everywhere with him, he would. If she'd agree. I know. We in there. Brian would be like, baby, come, come. Like if he let's say he's going to the library or something, he gotta work on something for school. He's not gonna be talking to me, y'all. He is literally not gonna be speaking to me. I just need your presence to but be. But he'll present. be like, baby, come with me. Her presence is a present. Y'all, fellas, man, when you looking for one, that's what you're <laughs> looking for. Like pocket her presence wife. needs to be a present. And he's so serious about it. Baby, oh, come everything. on. Baby, come with me. Come around with me. And, and I'm looking like, looking at me like, why? Can I stay home? How, we, right, how long are we going to be there? Uh, it don't matter. You're going to be there with me. He, he's the AD, y'all, right? Athletic director. He'll be like, um, baby, come to the game. Y'all, he's not coaching. He don't have one damn athlete that is his athlete that he's coaching on the damn field, Yo. court. Baby, come with me. Why? So I can watch you work? Because what happens? Every single time I sit my ass down in the stands and watch him work. You be you be working them stands. And then he comes. And then he comes every like 10 minutes. Baby, you good? Yeah, I'm good, nigga. But I'm here by myself. (laughs) I'm here by myself. Tell me how you really feel. So the other side of relocating is losing your, if you have a good support system in the first place, losing your support. Ooh, but you know what? It gives you an opportunity to um extend your support but you yes. got to be willing oh and maybe i'm not willing and able right okay? yeah, yeah. because i don't trust a lot of people right so that's because that's really where i think where we were uh when we were trying to identify like all right like it was it was already a late event it's like all right who else can jr go to yeah um and, like, and we feel be, safe yeah, with him being not, there not even safe though because I, th- I think we have some people that, like, we know that they would be, he would be safe. Let me pause real but- second. For, for people who are listening who are like, you could have absolutely brought your son to us. Because, yes, we know. 
We know that there, there's a list of people who we went through. Like, but the like commute said, and all that other, yeah, yeah. It's like okay, the people we could bring them to, you know, this late night. It's like they live forty minutes away, and we got to go this, we got to do that, and and then it's like you know he gonna be asking, can I sleep over? No, because right. I'm Haitian and we don't fucking do sleepovers. Okay, so the only <laughs> wait, wait, they can sleep over at our house. Though, they right? can sleep. Oh yeah, your babies can come to our house all day. Okay, we just Yo, had three of them over here the other day. Playing. I am literally that person who's like. You can't sleep at their house, but they can come over here. I'm gonna feed them. I'm gonna take care of them. They right. gonna have the time of their life. But it's Jr. A thing. about to have like the best like preteen teenager because they can all come over here because his mother wants to host all the time. Oh my god, and can cook. And them kids never gonna want to leave. Right? And she gonna be like, oh, it's okay. They can say, I'm like, I'm looking like, all right, wait a minute. Like that was three weekends in a row. <laughs> like I need my time. No, they need to go. They need to go to somebody else's house. And she's like, no, it's fine. Yeah, that's what she do. And it's a thing about hey you fellas, know. I'm trying to tell y'all, man. Like this was not available, but bruh, <laughs> gotta get you one of these right here. And, and it's, it's, it's a one on one, so I, I can't even share the barcode with y'all. But bro, oh, I love this you. one right here. Okay, listen, stop making me blush. Um, so well, yes, it is. Shh, it is. Don't you dare. You don't want me to do that. Shh. So it you is absolutely. Am I available? I said you didn't want me to do that. I'm not even going to ask you what, because you ain't going to me. I know, I know you, okay? Um, it is absolutely, yes, a test to see how you can grow, learn new people, right? Yeah. You know, learn a new community, get support Definitely. from a new community. Right. Um, and it's whatever your inner issues are, right? It's like, Brian's like, hey, no, it's safe. He has, he also hasn't lived the life as a woman, right? So. Oh, wow. That's also, a whole another show. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I have a whole different. Aspect Ooh, and view of that might be the next show because yeah I have a whole different view of of life right like if I am walking to my car at night I have my keys in between my fingers mm. if I am going to a place by myself she's from the trap y'all I mean I and I lived in a great neighborhood sure enough did but it's just like I knew the neighborhoods around me and I know you they know, weren't it, that close I mean they were close <laughs> enough you know and it's like I, I live in a great neighborhood and I still have that that thought process of protecting myself and living. It's not living in fear. It's living in awareness. And uh, that was a shot at me. y'all. Uh, <laughs> I, I just had to stop that shit before he said, what do you do? living in fear, living faith, 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 faith. Um, So it's like, you, it's really just working through your own inner issues to develop new community. Right. Cause mm -hmm. when I see people who are like, Oh yeah, I left my baby with somebody who I've known for like six months and they were fine. I'm like, no, that's dead. Are you crazy? Yeah. What do you know these people? No, hell no! I'm not doing that Do shit. Do you know where these people from? Right, you don't. What know are their people? traditions that they left? And what are their traditions that they started themselves that you don't rock with? Dang, you really got to look at that shit. But relocation is really about it's twofold, right? Mm -hmm. We can see, and one day we hope. Um, I, you mentioned it before. One day we hope to bring you know some friends and family who have done both, so we can see the viewpoints of different oh, yeah. people to see you know what what their 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 pros and cons were or of staying pros and cons were of leaving the ones who left and came back you know yeah and these these the people i have in mind are some amazing couples right, right. That we've known growing up like some stand-up couples like i rock with right um, so they just, they just made different decisions than us exactly so it's like lessons learned of relocation is really like it allows you to step away mm -hmm. it allows you to see without pressure it allows you to grow without judgment and mm. guilt and, and that that just that's what's for us that worked for us because i absolutely know like i said if it wasn't for the career and the co particular company i was working for if they had an office in miami that was up and running i would have definitely tried to convince brian with a couple tricks to bring his ass down to south no, florida you got and he would have either said no none of them tricks is working he would have said no and he would have either said yes and resented me no I'm telling you. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad no, you say no. Then just I, been just being pissed off and being there. Nah, come on now. <laughs> Even a little, 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 little trick I did. No, <laughs> no. I don't be like, look, you're just gonna have to fly that up here because <laughs> bring that mine right over here. Because <laughs> heck no, like it was it was cool, right? And uh, I enjoyed South Florida. Um, it was cool, but living there. No, and but you I already know how I am. Like, yeah. I, and I, I, I accept it. Y'all probably hear me say it all the time. Small town country guy, I like that. Like, no, it's too busy. Even where we at now, right? We're not like in that mix. Mm -mm, right. And I like, would never want to be in that mix right now. And of course, there are places in Miami where you can be out of the mix, right? 
Um, but none of those places are close to my family. Right. <laughs> so what yeah. is the point? No. So it's like, it's, it's for you guys. What are your thoughts? What are your pros and cons of staying or leaving? Um, do you regret your decision? Mm. Do you, if you regret it, are you bold enough to change it? Or are you just going to stay? If you don't regret it, what is keeping you going? How are you building your own traditions, relationships? I mean, you know, your own family, just your own family traditions. How are you building it differently from what everybody else is telling you to do and breathing down your neck for you to do? Um, Or do you not experience that at all? I'm wondering. I don't know. I can only speak from a Haitian household. (laughs) I don't know how to live in a house uh, or in a family without people shoving their opinions down your throat. So I'm very curious to hear um, your thoughts about it. Yeah. And to your last part, I think it's probably almost impossible, right? Because as parents, right, we feel like it's our duties to at least prepare our kids for what we perceive as, you mm-hmm. know, dangers. And the kids probably like, no, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, but yeah, hopefully you all um, were able to laugh with us, learn something <laughs> from this episode, um, spark a conversation with your friends and family, your community, your circle, and um, engaging, you know, conversations, right, without trying to convert individuals uh, from their own experiences and their, their perspectives. Because, you know, I think everybody's perspective is valuable. Right? Absolutely. It may not Absolutely. Subscri- you may not subscribe to it, but yeah, hopefully you all are able to like take this time to like look within, reflect on what you receive here in this, um, this show, this episode. And, you know, um, hopefully you're able to keep working on um, that mission that either you're working on solo or with your partner or who you're scoping out as a partner, <laughs> right? Cause y'all know how she was, she was a, a sniper. Um, but yeah, I would just say, yeah, <laughs> yeah I'll say, yeah, just, um, hopefully y'all took something from this episode. Yep. So, uh, without further ado, we're going to sign out. So, yep. you know, marriage is a muscle. Make sure y'all keep working on it. Bye. Thank you.